Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, what's up, Steeler fans? Welcome back to another episode of State of the Steelers. I'm your Steel Curtain Network host, Daniel J. And today we're talking about how aggressive the Pittsburgh Steelers have been and continue to be with two more signings and possibly a third on the way. At the time of this recording, there's a good chance that Bud Dupree is, uh, again, a member of the Pittsburgh Steelers. But as at the time of this recording, uh, he, he is not. And, you know, on the day he finally finds himself back in Pittsburgh to finally meet with the Steelers, the Pittsburgh Steelers signed two new defensive players uh, to the roster, you know, from two different ends of the spectrum, so to speak. One, a former first-round pick, a former pro bowler. The other, a career uh, practice squad guy, except for the last year, he had a couple of starts, undrafted free agent. So both ends of the spectrum, both, you know, fill in the value need for the Pittsburgh Steelers at the defense, and we're going to talk about it. So let's first talk about the uh, the former first-round draft pick, and that's going to be safety, uh, Keanu Neal. Now, you know, per Gary Dulac, who's, uh, you know, Steelers insider, kind of knows, got his way inside on the Pittsburgh Steelers locker room, things like that, says this, this is more of a depth kind of signing uh, than anything else. Um, they don't expect him to be the starter next to um, next to Minka. He's, he's, he's a depth guy. And so, with that being said, I, I like the move. Um, you, you know, the Steelers lost 
Terrell Edmonds. Terrell Edmonds was the big body guy, the guy that was going to be put in the box. He was the guy that was going to be your linebacker safety hybrid. You know, Neil's six foot, 211 pounds. He's not the biggest guy, uh, but, you know, he's, he's, he has, you know, he's, he's a solid, uh, a solid player. He, he lacks some size compared to Terrell Edmonds, obviously. But, you know, he's played as that hybrid in his career. And so, not to mention as well, he's also played with DeMonte Casey a couple of, a couple of different seasons there with the, uh, with the Falcons and also a season with the Cowboys. Um, bit of a journeyman looking for a home, so to speak. Both of these players are. And, you know, like I said, this is a need that the Steelers needed. They had attempted to sign Terrell Edmonds. He, uh, he decided that, you know, he wanted to go to the Eagles. You know, congratulations. You know, I'm not going to dislike somebody for making a business decision, which I think is what it was. You know, he saw himself getting another year where um, he's getting the minimum. Uh, you know, he's, teams aren't really seeing his value. And so perhaps maybe if he gets a, a change of venue, so to speak, and and performs, maybe uh, that new place can appreciate his his skill set a little bit more and they can uh, that can be reflected in a paycheck. And so the Steelers wanted to keep him for whatever reason. He ended up leaving. Um, so the Steelers had a big hole to fill, fill it up with Neil. Yeah, I like the move. Um, I don't think this takes out the possibility of, you know, getting a safety in the draft. You know, it's not so much of a need, but if there's one there, I, I don't think this changes the plans. I think this changes the desperation. So, you know, if the guy that the Steelers want, I think that they're going to have maybe a couple of guys on the draft board that can fulfill that middle linebacker hybrid safety role. I think they're going to go for him. You know, and so uh, it was a good signing, uh, one that was definitely needed. As for the undrafted free agent, formerly uh, the uh, loss uh, of the uh, Los Angeles Chargers, is none of the nose tackle Brandon Fiahoko. Uh, nose tackle guy that's, I mean, this position needs some some help, y'all. Now, right now, as nose tackle, the Steelers have Martavius Bryant. You know, they're losing more than likely Tyson Alualu and Chris Wormley. Both of them are free agents. Both of those guys remain unsigned. Chris Wormley had a late late season injury, so I don't anticipate him, um, you know, coming back and becoming, uh, you know, probably on anybody's radar for a while until until that knee heals up. Tyson Alualu, he, was, uh, he wasn't the guy he was prior to his ankle injury the year before, you know. Father time catches up to everybody, y'all. And so uh, I, I think that he, for one, is probably going to be hanging up his cleats. Uh, and so the Steelers need to get some help back there, you know. And so bringing in Fihoko is a uh, it's a good signing. He's most recently with the Chargers. He's had um, uh, he's had four career starts, three of them which were last season where he appeared in nine games. Doesn't have any career sacks and just one tackle for loss. So. You know, this guy's definitely a, um, you know, just a guy that's going to be uh, a plugger in the middle, so to speak. And that's all you can ask of him. He's a big guy. He's a guy that's, uh, you know, strong motor type of guy. And so I'm excited about the signing. It's it's one that's well needed. Uh, we need to get some bigger beef, you know, up in the middle in the trenches there when it comes to the defensive line. You know, I know we have, uh, you know, nose tackles not really used or utilized many times. 
But when you're playing, you know, teams like, for instance, uh, the Baltimore Ravens twice a year, the Cleveland Browns twice a year, and you have to go up against Nick Chubb and, and J.K. Dobbins and then and those and those uh, threats that they have on the ground game, you're going to need a, a, a nose tackle for that situation. And, you know, not saying that uh, Martavius Adams isn't a fine nose tackle, but you need some depth. You need um, some help. I think Martavius was a guy that, yeah, he did well. He's done well so far, you know, but there's, it's always good to bring in some competition. You know, Fihoko is uh, 26 years old, so he's, he's younger. He's a younger guy. Um, and I'm excited about the, uh, these guys and their, um, you know, their need or want to, to compete. You know, Fihoko took to Twitter uh, and said so basically in that manner, saying, you know, he's excited to be a Pittsburgh Steeler and looking for the opportunity to compete. You know, those the, that's the uh, attitude, that's the will that you want, you know. Long are the days of a guy saying, I was a uh, top 10 overall pick, so um, <laughs> I'll still be playing in the league. doesn't matter. Um, and for those that don't know who I'm talking about, <laughs> that's one Devin Bush. Um you know, last season, who is super excited apparently for being a uh, a Seattle Seahawk. Uh, if you haven't seen his Twitter, he was he was very excited to get out. Uh, probably just as excited as the fan base was to see him go. And so, with that being said, uh, good luck, Mr. Bush. <laughs> now, Bud Dupree is back in the building, yo. He's been back in the building, back in the burg. Um, at the time of this recording, he hasn't signed his contract. I believe there's been rumors of a physical either happening or scheduled to have happened or to happen. Uh, I'm excited. I think I think it's a good it's a good uh, it's a good fit for both parties. You know, but Dupree is getting up there in age. Um, he's still you know he's he had a serious injury a couple of years ago, and he really hasn't been the same player since. Now Ramon Foster and uh, you know he's come out uh, and stated you know, here recently, uh, that perhaps, you know, his downfall or his um, lack of production in Tennessee may have been, you know, the inability to heal properly uh, where he was at and that he is now 100% healed and ready to go and back to being Bud Dupree that we all know. And if that ends up being the case, if Bud can come back and being the Bud Dupree that he was when he was healthy as a Pittsburgh Steeler, then and he can you know be that third linebacker, you know understand that that's his role on the team. Man, it would be a great asset to have. When you look at T.J. Watt and you look at Alex Highsmith, they spend a lot of time, a lot of time, um, you know, um, having to take time off. You know, probably about twenty to twenty-four percent of the snaps, they'll they'll end up sitting, and that's some significant time in. And so far in the past couple of seasons, the the drop off when T.J. Watt or Alex Highsmith have to step out, or both of them have to step out, the drop off there in talent and productivity is just too steep. And having a Bud Dupree back, you know, not only brings a presence and ability, um, but that drop-off won't be so steep, and we're not seeing the team exploiting our defense just because T.J. Watt had to take a breather. And then you can also see those three outside linebacker sets coming in as well. 
you know, everybody talks about the three safety sets, which, you know, in theory and in, in, in probably in practice as well, I, I look back at a couple of games with it. It, it looked like it worked. Uh, now, I'm not a, uh, like a coach or anything or a guru when it comes to play calls and, and, and you know, those type of things. So I wouldn't know. But it appeared that they were working fine when I saw them on the field. But what we also saw on the field was three outside linebackers at certain points. Now, having a uh, T.J. Watt, Bud Dupree, and Alex Highsmith on the field at the same time, you know, going up against a run-heavy team, I think that, I think it's a favorable matchup for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And so I'm, I'm excited for it. I, I hope he signs. Um, he could make a, uh, you know, a name for himself. You know, he's, uh, he's an older guy, so I'm not sure if he's going to be um, – you know, doing a one-year deal and 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 then you know trying to get a bag somewhere else. Um, he'll be another year older, some more tread on the tire, unless he has just one one breakout year with you know a limited amount of time on the field. I don't foresee that happening. You know, making this move to Pittsburgh might indicate also to himself that uh, this is going to be his place that he's going to be at for a while and perhaps, you know, hang it up in the next two, three years and and understand that he can extend his career two, three years due to the fact of the limited time on the field. And, you know, they have a little bit of security. So, you know, there's nothing on paper yet, but I wouldn't be surprised if he gets a two a two year deal. You know, a lot of folks are thinking that he's going to get a one year deal. You know, one year prove it. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets a two, three year deal and and finishes his career in the black and gold where he started, where he should have stayed. <laughs> but I don't blame a man for chasing the bag, you know, going out there and, and making his money. You do what you got to do to feed your family at the end of the day. And so, uh, you know, being able to have the opportunity to come back if he does do so to choose to would be a, uh, an awesome thing. You know, he, uh, he's got an awesome story in Pittsburgh. He wasn't the, uh, the most like coming out of, you know, his first couple of years with the Steelers because of his productivity and then, you know, his injury status. But once he started to turn that corner and once he started to to jive with, with T.J. Watt on the opposite side, uh, that pair, that tandem, uh, it became a force. And I think that it can be even a stronger one with Alex Highsmith mix in the mix and, and T.J. Watt, a healthy T.J. Watt. And a healthy Bud Dupree. It's a, it'd be a solid defense, one that I'd be looking forward to seeing in and out. So don't go anywhere. We're going to take our break right now. Uh, when we come back, we're going to be talking about the rule changes and what my, my opinions are. Uh, they're, they're pretty interesting. Some of them I am a little bit concerned about. Some of them, uh, uh, well, we'll see. Don't go anywhere with it. We'll see you. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. 
Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You made it to the other side. Welcome back to another to State of the Steelers. Welcome back to uh, Steelers staying aggressive. You know, and we're liking it. We're in the second part of the show. Uh, before we start talking about the uh, the NFL rule changes, uh, you know, want to do a couple of uh, you know talk about a couple of the other shows that are on the platform. Um, if you guys aren't aware, I'm, I'm hosting with Shannon White on the Hangover now. You know, it's on YouTube live on Mondays. And so if you want to see uh, this ugly mug and see, you know, put a face to the voice, uh, check me out. It's on YouTube. It's at Still Curtain Network, obviously. Uh, we go out about 5 p.m. Eastern. And so uh, it'll be me, Shannon White. It's a, it's a show called The Hangover. Uh, on the audio side, it ends up coming out on Tuesday. So, you know, if you just want to still listen to us and, and go for a drive with us in the background, check us out on Tuesdays. Uh, but check out all the other channels as well, man. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, I mean, you, you got, you know, Jeff Hartman's less ride. You have uh bad language with, with Brian Anthony Davis, former host, um, awesome guy of, of the hangover. Great dude. You, you love this show. You have, uh, uh, the, the, the stat geek with, uh, Dave Schofield, the Scobros, uh, so many more. Uh, check them all out. If you're listening to me, I'm sure you're listening to them. And so let's get into these rule changes. The first one I want to talk about is uh, the number zero. It's allowed. It's allowed. You know, I was I was I was unsure about this. Right. Be honest with you. I was unsure about the number zero. I was like, I don't know. I don't know what position what position would be wearing a number zero. Right. And then uh, was it Calvin Calvin Ridley from from Jaguars? He came out with the number zero. I'm not gonna lie, look pretty sharp. Look pretty sharp. You know, receiver, cornerback is is that the number for those positions, or is it is it a punter? Is it a quarterback? You know, what what looks good? I'll say the receiver does. And who or what player that's currently on the team? Do I think that that number would be fitting for? Now, I'm going to go and say, say Calvin Austin. I think I would like to see Calvin Austin, you know, in the uh, in the zero. I'm not sure about the 19 on him. I don't know if it's just because this is so close to Juju. You know, I know he didn't play last year, but that was his number last year, Calvin Austin. That is, you know, coming off after Juju. 
It, it was like Kendra Green wearing 53. It just feels weird. You know what I'm saying? And so um, I wouldn't mind seeing Calvin Austin wearing and rocking the zero. Let's, you know, see what he, you know, how he flows. I wouldn't mind seeing maybe perhaps, nah, Boz looks good nine. You know, he's, he, we're already accustomed to Boz's nine. You think he can go down to, you know, maybe perhaps he can pull off the zero and the nine can be going to a, an outside linebacker. You know, uh, I wasn't too fond of the single digit outside linebackers and, uh, and cornerbacks, but I kind of like it on the outside linebacker position. I think it looks pretty sleek. It looks pretty nice. It's, uh, it's grown on me over the years, right? And so I'm pretty sure the zero will grow on grow on me as well. But who's going to be the first Steelers player to, to, to bring it back, right? Who's going to wear it first? What position will they play? Um, I'm, I'm intrigued by this number zero. My, my, my votes for Calvin, uh, Calvin Austin III. You know, let's see him rock the number zero. Uh, or if not, maybe even the number. Uh, yeah, I don't think anybody can take number three for a while. You know, Dwayne didn't play for the Steelers long, or, or you know, or wasn't a part, a member of the Steelers long. But it, it, I don't know if that number will be used for a while either. Let's see. Um, the the NFL has tabled. The onside kick alternative. So NFL owners tabled the Eagles proposal to create fourth and 20 alternative to the onside kick. So it's not voted down, but further discussion is needed. So I don't know. I, when it comes to this type of thing right here, like the onside kick, you know, I know the XFL is doing it. And I, I was at a game where, to me, the game was over. It was the uh, the San Antonio uh, Brahmas game. I think it was their first home game. I was actually at that game. And there's like just maybe a little bit over two minutes or just under two minutes. That's when me and the wife decided to leave. And I believe the Brahmas were up by two scores or something like that, maybe three. And next thing I know, they had lost in regulation. I was like, what? The other team scored three times in regulation to win. And with less than two minutes or just around two minutes to go. And as exciting as that sounds and as exciting as that makes the game, I, I prefer the pureness of the game, the originality of the game. You know, I think Mike Tomlin has come out and said this a couple of times. He's a purist. He likes the, you know, he would have preferred the sudden death rule just because you've had, you know, regulation to win the game. You know, if the other, uh, if the other team ends up getting the, the ball first and scores first, game's over. You had your opportunity just as the other team had their opportunity in regulation to win. And so with that, you know, from that perspective and from my perspective, I don't think I would like, you know, the fourth and 20 alternative. Unless the Steelers needed to come back and needed to do the, uh, <laughs> and needed to kick an onside kick. At that point, I might be more accustomed to, uh, to say, let's bring, let, let's talk about this fourth and 20 alternative. <laughs> Just kidding, though. Yeah, no, I don't think that that was a good one for me. Uh, I wasn't, uh, I, I, for one, don't want to see that moving forward. It's a little gimmicky, to be honest with you. And, and I think it belongs and should stay in the XFL. I think they got some other rules that are, are interesting and maybe perhaps, you know, the NFL should adopt. 
but this one, maybe not so. Let's look at the next rule. Uh, the proposal to make roughing the passer reviewable was not approved. You know, I like this rule to, of it not being approved uh, just solely based on the fact that regardless if it's, you know, being reviewed or not, it's still a judgment call. You know what I'm saying? So um, based on that, you're, you're not it's not something that's clear, black and white, for instance, like a, uh, you know, two feet of balance. You know, is there is there space between the toes or is that are those toes in the white? You know, that's just what it is. And so with this type of rule, it's still a judgment rule. It, it didn't it didn't go too well when when pass interference was reviewable. And so I think this is the NFL learning from their lesson, not touching that hot stove again. Uh, was, was there some bad calls? Yeah, for sure. But I don't think that that's something that reviewing needs to be involved. I think that's something that referees need to, you know, get more involved. You know, they got to grow some like cojones, you know, in my opinion, it was more of like, for instance, the Tom Brady, when Tom Brady turned around, looked at the guy and in my opinion, the ref got scared. He's like, Oh snap. Tom Brady's on the ground. He's crying about something. He must've been flagged, you know, instead of saying, dude, it's a, it's a man sport. You know, um, you knocked on the ground, get up. You know what I'm saying? And so um, it is what it is. I, for one, am, as much as some of these rules are kind of, you know, I mean, some of these some of these calls were just poor. I mean, the Steelers got hit with one, you know, against the Browns. I was there in the stadium. I, I thought that was the most horrible call ever, ever. I thought that was just poor decision. But to the same token, Maybe they didn't see or I don't know. I don't know how you can throw a flag for something like that, because it's one thing if you don't see something. Right. But to throw a flag for something that didn't happen, like, how do you not see it? How do you see something that doesn't happen is what I'm trying to say to throw a flag? Because, like, you know, there's been some speculation in that, in that game that Larry Ogunjobi, uh, you know, did a face mask on, on Deshaun Watson. Now, from my point of view. Because um, I was in stadium that day and I was behind the play. From my point of view, I was I couldn't I didn't see the face mask. When I got home and watched the game over again, I, it was clearly a face mask. There was no ends or buts about it. But from my angle, I, I honestly couldn't tell. Uh, I think that the nearest referee was standing uh, between myself and, and the play or the tackle happening, so he had the same angle as I did. So I don't necessarily believe that they were giving the Steelers, you know, a, um, a give me or giving the Browns a give me because of the previous or post. Cause I can't remember which one occurred first, but because of the, uh, the other call, you know, the roughing passer call, the face mask call. I don't think those were offsetting each other by the refs. I know that's a, uh, a theory that's out there, but I don't think so. And so even though it did affect the Steelers and almost, you know, could have cost the Steelers a game. Uh, I still don't think that reviewing it is the issue. I think getting better training on referees uh, should be put on a higher priority when it comes to this. The 53 man cut down that one 
was passed. And I mean, I, I think there's some pros and cons here. And basically what this says is that you, you get, you have access to all 90 players until the, uh, the last preseason game, and then after that, you have to do your cut and one swift move down to 53. So what that means is there's going to be a lot of free agents out there at one time. You know, I think there's some pros and cons to this. This means that you don't have to play your starters that much during preseason. It allows those players to get a lot of uh, tape out there on what they're able to do. But, I mean, that's just a lot of free agents at one time. It's just would be unfortunate if somebody got caught up into the wind. But then again, if they are, eh, they're probably not one of the top players that are getting cut. I mean, they're obviously getting cut, so they, they, yeah, they are where they are. And so, this one, I'm not really for or against. I, I just think that it's uh, there's some pros and cons to it. Uh, probably more pros than cons, to be honest. Uh, and so for this one. Yeah, I'm indifferent. I, I think it's a good move. It's a good move for the healthy health of the of the starting team that you want to put on week one. So the next one is going to be uh, Detroit's proposal on bringing back the third quarterback rule was tabled. Some debate whether the player could practice, be a practice squad player, or only active on roster player to dress on game day with roster exemption. And so this is because of what ended up happening with the 49ers and how they lost two of their quarterbacks and ended up having to play an injured QB which they shouldn't have, but, you know, bring back the third quarterback rule. Um, I'm not for or against it. You know, I, I'm not even, I don't understand. Here's my, here's my thing. I don't understand why you can't take all 53 players onto the field that you have active. Like, I don't understand why there's only so many that have to be active. You know, I don't, I don't get the rule for me, you know, for me, I think that there should be a third. If you have a third quarterback on your roster, then they should be allowed to dress if they're an active member. Now, you know, the practice squad thing, you know, elevating players and stuff like that. I understand why it was placed, put in place back when um, C19 was was a big issue, and 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 there was certain protocols that took out certain players, and so I, I get it for that that aspect, but. Um, you know, I'm a big preponderant of, you know, having all 53 players available and not having so much your practice squad players available and having their practice squad designated for practice to be for practice. So if you have a third quarterback on the roster, you'd have access to that third quarterback. If you had a ninth lineman on the roster, you would have access to that guy. You had a second kicker. You should have access to him if he's part of the 53. I just don't understand why, why it's not. It's... It boggles my mind. And so <clears throat> the, the next thing that uh, I'm really pretty upset about, <laughs> I hope it, I hope they end up, you know, not doing this. And this is on the Thursday night football flexing schedule. It was proposed and tabled until May, right? So uh, they did not approve the change that will allow the teams to play two NFL uh, Thursday night NFL games in a season. So, that one for the health and safety of the players, I think is smart. I don't really like Thursday night games at all. I think that for the health and safety of the players, it, it's it's a bad look. You know, if you're able to, you know, put a bye week in front of it, and that way, you know, you're not you're not going from a Sunday night to or a Sunday game to a Thursday night game. 
you have some more time in between, I'd be more in favor of the Thursday night game. But doing so and doing that, you'd have to basically um, stick to your schedule, right? You couldn't flex any Thursday night game. And that can cost some money for the uh, the viewers. I mean, for uh, the NFL, if they're putting out a bad team or whatever the case would be. So that's why they have the possibility of flexing Thursday night and they didn't turn it down. Now, the reason I don't like it, and it's a personal reason, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a huge diehard Steeler fan, obviously, but I'm also a season ticket holder. And so I, I go to the games, a couple of games a year. Sometimes one, sometimes two, depending on the schedule. If there's a Sunday, Thursday night home game back to back. I'll probably take it and go on and see about those games. However, if games can be flexed, that's going to make things so much more difficult with travel as I'm coming from, from Texas. And so it, it really is going to make things difficult for me if that ends up being a situation. I, for one, hope it, it ends up being not. And, you know, they because um, it's also it, there's a big possibility that this could take out home field advantage. I mean, imagine switching off a game from, you know, Sunday to Thursday. And there's a lot of fans that aren't able to change their schedule or sell their seats. There'll be a lot of empty, empty seats out there. Wouldn't be a good look for the game. Wouldn't be a good look for the game uh, to see a lot of empty seats in the stadium. And so. I hope it doesn't go through. I think it's a very bad idea to do so. Um, and I hope the uh, the NFL sees that and tries to see that versus, you know, the dollar signs behind, you know, TV deals wanting a more competitive game on Thursday night. You know, make a better decision on who you choose to be participating in those games. Now, I know there's some things you can't predict, like injuries and things of that nature, but you know, it's a gamble. It's a gamble. It is what it is. It's professional sports. It's not controlled. It's not It's not manipulated. It's not supposed to be, at least. It's not supposed to um, have a predetermined outcome. And so when you're playing professional sports without those things, there's, it's a gamble in which, you know, the product that's going to be placed on, on the screen is what it is. And so hopefully for the sake and the safety of the players and and for the fans that travel to see the teams, I would hope that they don't do this. But if you're interested in any tickets for the Steelers at home, hit me up on Twitter. I'm, you know, my handle is at State of Steelers. Um, my my tickets are in section 122, uh, first lower level in the end zone, opposite side of the. Uh, uh, Oh, what's it called? Champions Network Field area. I'm in the 122 crew. I'm in the end zone uh, opposite of the jumbo screen. There we go. Uh, Dave Schofield is actually in my section. So depending on what game you go to, if you were to get my tickets, you might actually be sitting not too far from Dave. And so uh, if you're interested, hit me up on the lower level uh, in the end zone, about like 15 rows up from the end zone. Uh, nice seats. I, I truly enjoy the games. I'll hook you up with a pretty good discount. Uh, hit me up at Twitter at State of Steelers. And uh, but that's all I got for you guys today. See you guys on Tuesday on the audio side. See you guys on Monday on the YouTube side for the hangover. 
That being said, I'm Daniel J. This is Steel Curtain Network and State of the Steelers. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.